Once again, greetings in Jesus' name. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk. Ancient Principles from the Bible for today's people and for today's problems. I want to use as a theme, and I want to make a declaration by his spoken word. Jesus Christ, before his physical manifestation, caused heaven and earth to exist. It exists by his spoken word. Heavens and the earth came into being. Heaven and earth came into formation. Heaven and earth came into existence. Therefore I say in a world of trauma, of panic, of anxiety and fear and stress, don't just be pulled down with what happens. I want you to look up and see God's glory in the heavens. Heaven reveals the credentials of Christ, that of faithfulness, dependability, trustworthiness, and is reliable yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his wonderful name. By a spoken word, the galaxies came into existence. By a spoken word, the planets came to existence. By a spoken word, the sun for the day, the moon for the night, the stars to turn, every dark corner bright. By a spoken word, by the power of his might, God in the beginning turns on every light. By a spoken word, Heaven and earth came into existence. Early in his ministry, Jesus made a declaration and he states, As for John 8 verse 12, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have light of life. In the midst of global uh, lies and deception, we have the credentials of the credibility and the character of Christ in the galaxies, in the planets, in the stars, in the sun and the moon. God is faithful. God is dependable. God is trustable. And God is unchangeable. More than 60 years ago, a song came to our, to our country in the 19... In, about 60 years ago, let me say that, a song called In the Stars, His Handy Works I See. On the wind, He speaks with majesty, though He ruleth over land and sea. What is that to me? Psalm 91, the heavens declares the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of His hands. What's the implications of this? One, let us glorify Jesus Christ as creator of heaven and earth. Point two, Jesus Christ reigns majestically over and beyond the entire universe or the entire cosmos. Three, heaven and earth reveals the authority and the majesty of Christ in and over the cosmos. Four, our Redeemer is both creator, sustainer, and the redeemer of us. So in the midst 
of instability we have the firm foundation the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus he's the cornerstone he's he is a mountain that cannot be shaken from the standpoint of Hebrews 4.12, I declare, Jesus Christ is the Word of God. For the Word of God is uh, life and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of the soul and the spirit. It cuts through joints and marrow. It judges and unfolds the thoughts and the attitudes of your heart and that of mine. Complementary to Hebrews 4.12, we find the audacity in scripture second timothy 3 16 what it says all scripture is god breath it means it is sealed it is approved it is anointed it is ordained of god for your benefit than that of mine and it is beneficial point a useful for teaching b it is useful for rebuking C, it is useful for correcting. D, it is useful for training in righteousness. It is the gospel of Jesus that is, that is available in our world for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, and for righteousness. In the midst of, of deception, in the midst of lies, we have the credentials of Christ available. Just look up and see tonight the moon and the stars and the sun in the day there is witnesses they are declaring that God is in control I want to say very clearly right here now heaven and earth are witnesses revealing the character of God as creator he is dependable he is reliable he is trustworthy he is faithful Everything may change, everything will change, but the Bible is very clear. Yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never glory to his wonderful name. At the name of Jesus, every tongue shall confess. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, because he has a name above all other names. Praise the name of Jesus. Heaven and earth are witnesses revealing the character of God as creator. He speaks and the cosmos exist. He sustains what he calls to be. What he ordains shall declare his glory. Praise the name of our God, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today we embark and explore the credentials of Christ our Redeemer before his humanity for the next few weeks we will explore investigate creation from the standpoint of God's spoken word and the creation of heaven and earth the reason for this investigation is to remind my listeners and believers of the following one Psalm 46 verse 2 therefore we will not fear Though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. 2. Psalm 23 verse 4. Yea, though I walk 
to the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Point three, Isaiah 43 verse 2. When, listen to this, this is audacious, this is gigantic, this is faithfulness of God declared in Scripture. Isaiah 43 verse 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep you over. Hallelujah, this is majestic. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the, in the dungeons of fire. What happened? The king says, did I not throw in thee? Why is therefore? The fourth man is the creator of heaven and earth and is the redeemer of you and the redeemer of me. Four. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Today I want us to focus on the verse because it is the immutability of Christ revealed. It says it's impossible for our Redeemer ever to change. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the gospel of Christ, the word of God, will never cease to exist, never become absolute. It is, it is necessary. It is, it is, we need the gospel of Jesus in the midst of deception, in the midst of lies, in the midst of death, in the midst of fear, in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of stress. Call upon the name of Jesus and we will be redeemed. Let us investigate what I mean by his spoken word. Point A. What does heaven and earth mean? One. Psalm 121 verse 2 reminds the believer that our Redeemer, our Protector, is also the Creator of heaven and earth. Point 2. The phrase heaven and earth represents the entire spectrum of the cosmos or the universe. Point 3. Psalm 121 verse 2 calls for a reflection and recall our attention to the book of Genesis 1 verse 1 where God makes a statement reminding us that he is the creator of the visible and the invisible of the material and the immaterial of the seen and the unseen point 3 Genesis 1 verse 1 says in the beginning God full stop it introduces who will bring forth out of nothing the creation of heaven and earth. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. For the implication of Genesis 1 verse 1 is that the cosmos or universe had an absolute beginning. Now this is the, this is the fact. God existed before creation. That's why creation was brought into existence because God pre-existed independently from what he will bring into our world. 
So God is not dependent on the universe. God is not dependent on heaven and earth. But heaven and earth, you and I, we are dependent on the person of Jesus Christ, the creator of heaven and earth. The implications of Genesis 1 is that the cosmos, the entire universe, has an absolute beginning. Five, the cosmos is not eternal, but temporal. But he who brought this temporal cosmos into play is eternal. He is from generation to generation. He is status quo eternal existence. Point six. He who has no beginning, he who has no end, calls the beginning of heaven and earth. I again believe and I'm convinced that God existed before creation. And he is the reason. He applied his will, he applied his mind, and he calls as a designer heaven and earth to be. Point seven. The word cosmos may refer to the universe or the whole creation. Heaven and earth is one entity. Point eight. The basic idea of the Greek word cosmos is to bring order out of chaos. It is to bring an arrangement out of disarray. Point nine. In biblical thought, this order is the result of God's activity, God's activity in creation. It's God's action. God not only brought the material and the immaterial, heaven and earth into play, but he also made you and me. Now this is majestic. This is audacious. God says he is the source and the cause of the universe. So point in, God created the universe as an orderly, harmonious system. There's a system in the heavens and the earth, and it is governed by the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Point 11, the words order and arrangement represents 1 Corinthians 14 verse 33. For God is not a God of disorder or a God of confusion, but of peace. But of order, hallelujah. Point 12. In theology, the cosmos is the created heavenly bodies representing the sun, the moon, the wandering stars, and the fixed stars. Point 13. So heaven represents the order of things above. And earth represents the order of things below. So again, I state that heaven represents the order of things above, beyond human control. And earth represents the order of things below. Point 14. Therefore, heaven and earth introduces the principle as above, so below. He who reigns in the heavenlies is reigning majestically even on the face of the earth. Point 15, Psalm 115 verse 16, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the children of man. 
Point B. How did God brought from nothing everything, heaven and earth? How did God create? Point one. Psalm 21 verse 2 introduces Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Listen to this. By ten utterances, God brought heaven and earth into existence. Point three. Genesis 1 reveals that God spoke everything into existence by the statement, and God said. This word, and God said, you will find ten times in the book of Genesis chapter 1. A, Genesis 1 verse 3. Listen to this. Day 1, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness is called night. And the evening and the morning was the first day. So what happened? God made ten declarations. Of God had ten utterances in Genesis chapter 1. And what happens? Heaven and earth came into being by his spoken word. There was manifestation. Point four. Bible believers and Christ-centered scientists and cosmologists hold to scripture that God brought heaven and earth from nothing. Point five. Creating the earth from nothing represents the Latin term creato ex nihilo, meaning creation of nothing. Point six. Ex nihilo is the doctrine that matter is not eternal, but had to be created by some divine creative act. It is the divine action by the person of Christ before its existence, before heaven and earth came into play. God calls this divine creative majesty, authority for things to take shape. By his spoken word. Point seven. This Latin word ex nihilo reveals that God existed. And because God existed before, God can bring heaven and earth into existence. I don't care what they say. The scientists say that there is a, a big bang or, or this or that. I refute them on the basis of my Revelation from scripture, God spoke and everything complied to the spoken audacity of his word. Point eight, the study of heaven and earth is called cosmology. Point nine, now cosmology is a branch of metaphysics that deals with nature of the universe. It's a branch of astronomy that deals with the origin the structure and space-time relationship of the universe. Point 10. Here I wish to state and introduce two summaries pertaining to cosmology. That the uncaused caused heaven and earth. The uncreated created heaven and earth. Point A. Point 1. The cosmological argument states in summary the following. 
everything that exists must have a cause. Point two, the universe exists. Point three, therefore the universe must have a cause. It is the uncause that causes. It is the unmoved mover that brought the world into existence. Point B. The Kalam cosmological Islamic argument states the following. One, everything that begins to exist has a cause. Point two. The universe began to exist. Point three. Therefore, the universe has a cause. And the, and the cause is the person of Christ. He who existed before heaven and earth brought it by spoken word into existence. Point C. What is the implications of God created heaven and earth? What is the, what is it, what's the benef, benefit for you and for me? In the midst of death, in the midst of COVID, in the midst of What we are experiencing in the world, load sitting. There is a deliberate attack on the mental faculty of man to cause stress, pandemonium, anxiety. But I want you to look up, look at the sun, look at the moon, look at the galaxies, look at the stars. He still runs the universe. So what is the implications? One, if the universe has a cause, then an uncaused Personal creator of the universe exists. God exists. Who, without the universe, is beginningless, timeless, changeless, immaterial, spaceless, and infinitely powerful Elohim. A name given to the person of Christ before his humanity. He is beginningless. He's changeless, he's immaterial, he's timeless, he's spaceless, and infinitely powerful. Point two, the classical view that God exists, transcending the entire universe, there exists a cause which brought into being from nothing. Our whole universe was caused to exist by something beyond it and greater than it. Christ is greater than the universe. Christ is the reason that the universe came into being. He could redeem me from blood cancer. If you could pay my medical cost, then I said, the Bible says, ask me anything and I will provide. God is a provider. God is a sustainer. God is a creator of the heaven and earth. How did he do it? By his spoken word. For it is no secret that one of the most important conceptions of what theist, those who believe that God exists, is creator of heaven and earth. Now, now what, I'm, what I stated categorically comes from our investigation of the word heaven and earth. Now, there is scriptural foundations that God created everything. Let's look at Acts chapter 14, verse 5. I want you to turn to your Bibles, and I want you to see that it has been documented in the timeless gospel, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Acts 14, 5. 
the living God which made heaven and earth and the sea and all things that are in it. The galaxies, the sun and the moon above, the mountains, the fauna and flora and all the animals in the oceans. Everything was brought into existence by the spoken word of Christ. Isaiah 45 verse 12 I made the earth and created man upon it. I, even my hands, have stretched out the heavens and all the hosts have I commanded. Now what happens? Commanded means that God has authoritatively commissioned, commanded, and heaven and earth came into existence. Revelations 4.1 Worthy are you our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you have created all things, and by your will they existed and was created. This is majestic. In the midst of, in the midst of road shedding, in the midst of negativity, in the midst of a moving from an old year into a new year, I have the audacity to say that Jesus Christ is God and he brought the galaxies, he brought the sun and the moon and the stars, space and planets, dark matter, the visible and the invisible, the tangible, even the temporal, he caused these things to be. Revelations 4.17 The God who gives life to the dead. Remember when by his spoken word Jesus caused Lazarus to come alive after four days of dead of deadness and of being dead. He applied the same power that is spoken at the beginning for the heavens and the earth to come alive. He applied at the grave of Lazarus. He says to Lazarus, I say to you, come forward. And what happens? God will give life to the dead and calls into being things that were not displayed that he has the audacity, he has the authority, he has the majesty and the superiority to call and things must come as he commissioned. Psalm 33 verse 9 For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. Hallelujah. Now this is majestic. This is amazing. Listen to this. By his spoken word, it came as he spoke. He commanded and it stood firm. Again, I want to ask you the question, what is the benefit for believers that, that God created heaven and earth? What is the divine benefit in the midst of desperateness, in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of fear, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of pain, in the midst of testing, in the midst of a world that is causing so much pain? Remember... The Apostle Paul says that our warfare is not against flesh and blood. But remember the forces of darkness, whether it's Lucifer, demons, and evil spirit, they are under the footstool of Jesus. What is the benefit? 
that God created heaven and earth. One. Genesis 1 states God exists. That's important. Final point. In the beginning God existed before creation. Point two. Acts 14.5 God is present and is called the living God. Now God must be alive if he calls a heaven that is alive and earth that is living. Point three. Our God knows the names of the planets. And he knows the names of the billions and the billions of stars. He knows them by name. Now that's awesome. That is majestic. That calls for praise the name of Jesus. Four. Matthew 10, 29. One. Listen to the minuteness or the peculiarness of his, of his foreknowledge of what he knows. One. Not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father that knows that. So when birds fly and fall out of the sky and they die, God knows about that. That means God is informed. Uh, point two. Listen to this. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Isn't this amazing? God has counted our hairs. And the Bible says, God knows the number. So it means, you and I, we are important. God cannot abandon you, and God cannot abandon you. It is the law of divine impossibilities at play. Everything changes, but God is changeless. Point three. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable than more valuable to God than the whole flocks of sparrows. If God cares about the sparrows. If God cares about the number of hair on her head. If, if, if God cares about these things, He cares about what is happening in the world. Don't focus on the negative. Don't explore death and the meaning of anxiety and of fear and stress. Look at night. At the order in space, in the galaxies. And know this God is alive and God is in control. Point five, I want to say, irrespective of problems, troubles, and tests, Christ promises us, as per Hebrews 35, I will never leave you nor forsake you. What makes this statement uh, trustable, faithful, is he kept this moon and the stars and the, and, and the sun running for thousands and thousands. There's never a lapse. It's never out of sync. It is never out of time. It is spot on because it is governed by the perfect one, of the entire universe, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Isaiah 41, 10 to 13. Listen to the audacity of the promises of God. Heaven and earth reveals the credentials, and this is part of the display cabinet of who God is. Isaiah 41, 10 to 13. This is what it says for you. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. 
I will strengthen you. Gay, I will help you. Gay, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness, the righteous, the right hand of God. Point six. Jesus says in Matthew 28, verse 20, it brings me back to the person that spoke from the beginning. Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of this age, even to the end of this world. Amen. Point seven, I want to close with, the, with this majestic statement as found in Romans 8, verse 38. It represents the ten promises for believers in the midst of fear, in the midst of crisis, in the midst of circumstances, in the midst of testing, in the midst of trials, in the midst of the COVID pandemic dispensation, in the midst of hopelessness, in the midst of whatever happens, listen to these 10 factual statements of God. And if you apply these promises daily, you will have confidence in the midst of a storm. This is what it says, Romans 8, 38. Paul says, for I am persuaded. It means I'm convinced. Ten things for you to apply to your life. One, neither death. Two, no life. Three, no angels. Four, no principalities. Five, no powers. Six, no things present. Seven, no things to come. Eight, no heights. Nine, no depth. Point ten, no any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. To all my listeners, at the close of 2022 and the dawn of 2023, heaven and earth demands that we look up and declare this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice in it. Change in the calendar date does not mean change in God. All may change but Jesus never glory to his wonderful name. Again I want to state that by his spoken word the galaxies came into existence the planets came to existence. The sun and the moon came into existence. The stars came into existence. So I want to encourage you that Jesus Christ is God and by his spoken word we will not fall but stand. You will not have a nosedive but we are going to have a skydive. He who came from upstairs downstairs. Why? To take those that believes in the person of Christ, he will take us from downstairs upstairs. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk. Ancient principles from the Bible for today's problems. Again I say, my theme for your reflection by spoken word, heaven and earth came into existence. Amen.